and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today, I am once again joined by Vlad Gavrilovic. Vlad is the principal with, make sure I get this right, EPRPC, correct? Correct. Very good. And this is not your first time on the podcast. No, I've been on it before with uh, Rich Croft of the Planning Commission. Very good. Well, we do have a newcomer to the podcast today. We have Leanne King. Leanne is the director of Clarion Associates. Welcome, Leanne. Glad to be here. Thank you. Well, I sure appreciate you all coming in. I know that we're doing this over, well, I say coming in, we're doing this over Zoom because that's the way we do things now. You both are involved with our comprehensive plan update. Can you say really quickly what it is that you all do with the, because you're not county employees, so maybe they help set the stage for everybody else on what it is, what your role is with our comp plan. Sure, I I can get started, Renee. Yeah, so we are part of the consultant team helping the county with Engage 2045, the new comprehensive plan update process. And we are both principals in companies that represent two of the five firms that are on this uh, project. And we are, as I said, consultants uh, assisting the county with this process. I guess the only thing I would add is we've been lucky enough to work with the county in previous efforts as well, including the last comprehensive plan update and the more recent strategic plan update. So it's really wonderful to get to work with you all again. Well, we definitely appreciate you all's hard work and help on this. So what is Engage 2045 and where are we on the, in the process? Well, quite simply, uh, Engage 2045, as I said, is the process for updating a very important document, the Comprehensive Plan for James City County. Comprehensive plans are updated every five years according to state law. They are a guide to the future growth, development, change, and uh, improvement of the county. And right now, we began this process actually in the fall of 2019. Right now, we are probably two-thirds to three-quarters of the way through the process. Uh, We've achieved three of five phases of work and two of the major rounds of community engagement. We're right now in the final third phase of community engagement to begin development of this plan in the coming months. And this process is really designed so that each round of engagement builds upon the previous one. So some uh, folks listening may have been involved in the 2019 citizen survey. Um, That was kind of the first round of engagement that even started before the comprehensive planning process started. We use that to help build the testing that we did during the first round of engagement. The Summit on the Future was our vehicle for doing that. And then we took that, the outcomes from that citizen survey and the summit on the future to then develop the kind of concepts that we wanted to test with the community during the alternative futures assembly, which was during round two. And so that really allows us during the process to continue to reaffirm what we've heard in the past and also ask more specific questions. So we start more general in the beginning and we kind of get narrower and narrower and get more definition in terms of where the county is heading Uh, with the policy direction and the comprehensive plan. So like Vlad said, we're in round three right now and really excited to be learning more from the community about um, the specifics um, that they're interested in in undertaking with regard to policies and actions that the plan will include. All right, so 2020, what a year. It's clearly been a year where actions on the federal government level have been on the minds of many. So what is important for residents 
to focus on is we're bringing this down to a local, where we're talking more about things on a local government level. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, you've heard the phrase that all politics is local, and mm -hmm. it's certainly important what happens at national and state governments. Uh, but this is an opportunity to really uh, influence some of the decisions that affect our daily lives, uh, affected by our county government. So this is the, the realm of community planning, the comprehensive plan is, and, and community planning influences so many things. Uh, the, the design of our communities, how subdivisions are kind of developed and, and how our parks and recreation and public amenities and greenways are built and then the programs provided to run them. Uh, and it's where we focus our local tax dollars. So the comprehensive plan is kind of a long-term 25-year view of that. As Leanne mentioned, there are shorter term plans like the strategic plan, but this really is an opportunity to uh, influence how our community grows and, and uh, changes in the future through this update. Well, when we last got together, we talked about the second round of engagement. If I remember correctly, it was exploring and testing. So what did we learn from round two? Yeah, good point. So that process was really kind of exploring alternate futures for the county. And that process went very well. Uh, we were able to take the public input we heard in round one and use it to do a series of computer models and test two alternate land use visions for the county. Essentially looking out ahead 25 years and saying how could James City County look in 2045 under two different patterns of growth and then test those and see how those patterns of growth would play out in terms of the impacts for land use, transportation, uh, fiscal health of the county. When we had done those, we shared the results in August of last year uh, in our assembly on the future with the public. And we posted a online questionnaire showing the results and asking people what they thought. There, these two scenarios were called scenario A and scenario B. Scenario A was kind of a more of the trend or business as usual, what if current trends continue for about 25 years. And then scenario B was an alternative vision that was based more on the public input that we had heard. Uh, and there was a pretty strong preference in the results in the scenario uh, questionnaires for scenario B, which represented kind of a more compact form of growth than the current trend and preserve more rural lands and open space than the trend. So that was a, a good outcome, and now we're, um, we're on to uh, the next phase. During um, round two, we also gave residents an opportunity to consider the five input, excuse me, public input priorities that were established as part of the round one engagement in the process, and to look at those and compare those with the current comprehensive plan goals in the county's adopted 2035 comprehensive plan, because the county does currently have a plan. And what we did is we asked residents to identify, in, in light of those public input priorities we learned about in this process, whether they'd like to change the current comp plan goals, keep them the same, if they want to modify them, you know, what specifically they would like to modify. Um, and that information has been very helpful. Um, across the board, what we learned was that the majority of respondents said that they were interested in keeping the plan goals. So it doesn't, this plan is not suggesting major changes in the community. I think there was a lot of alignment with what came out of the last comprehensive planning effort. That being said, there were some specific areas that there 
was interest in making some changes. When you look at each of the nine comprehensive plan goals, the range of support for maintaining them varied between 55% and 83%. So some plan goals had a lot more support to keep as is, and some of them people were a little more interested in, let's let's see if we can craft this a little bit um, better this time or, or deal with some current conditions um, more strategically. So we've been using those inputs to guide revisions to the plan goals that are being looked at by um, the plan commission working group. And so, you know, that's a really important part of this process and really sets the stage for other parts of the plan, the strategies and actions that are going to be developed in the future. So what is the current focus right now of the process? Well, what we're doing now is taking all the input we've had from the first two rounds of engagement and beginning to start shaping this new plan. And I got to say, you know, we're working, we're advisors to the county, as I said. So we're part of a team that includes the county staff, the community development planning department, and the planning commission working group. These are incredibly hardworking people. I don't know that I've ever worked in a jurisdiction where the staff and the planning commissioners work so hard. Um, They are uh, going through the comprehensive plan chapter by chapter, there's nine chapters, pouring over all the public input we heard from the two rounds of engagement, also from a citizen survey that was done to over a thousand county residents a couple of years ago. And they're putting all this input, bring it to bear on how we update this plan according to kind of key themes that have emerged from the input. Uh, Themes on things like nature, community, character, economic development, affordable workforce housing, and quality of life. So this is the current focus of this process is really uh, taking what we've heard to date and plugging it into this emerging new updated plan. And really every phase of the planning effort is designed so there's a a round of engagement and feedback that we build in because we want to make sure again that we're reaffirming what we learned before and that we're asking some new questions that help us make decisions. Um, And not when I say we, I'm kind of speaking collectively in terms of the project team and also the community participation team and the planning commission working group and making some critical decisions that need to be made. And so, as Bob mentioned, we're in round three, deciding and affirming. That's our current public engagement phase. And it really focuses on a listening feedback that's going to help define policy direction and implementation items that are included within the plan. Round three has two main components. The first component is a set of three questionnaires that are available through the project website and in hard copy at specific locations around the community. And the second component is a set of community chats, of which there are four in total, that provide residents an opportunity to learn more about the three questionnaires, to ask any questions that they have on planning topics or the Engage 2045 process. And it's really an opportunity to connect with project team members, many of which are experts on particular policy issues that are under discussion. And so it's really an opportunity for education, frankly, and really kind of learning from each other. The real value of the community chats is to provide safe and easy access for residents that have questions and they want them answered. And we want to help inform people as much as they can uh, to feel ready to complete the questionnaires, which is the main way that we're collecting the input. One of the ones that I'm particularly uh, looking forward to input on is called character design 
guidelines questionnaire, and that has a series of images of what you would like your future community to look like in terms of neighborhoods, uh, rural areas, commercial areas. And it, it's really a kind of a fun interactive type questionnaire where you can pick and choose among these different alternative community types and see which one is closest to your vision for the future of the county. But that's just one of three. Leanne can, I'm sure, add to that with the other two questionnaires. Sure. The first questionnaire that was launched was the Policies and Actions Questionnaire, and that includes, I believe, 19 substantive questions that are really um, focused on a couple of key topics, nature, community character, economic development, affordable workforce housing, and overall quality of life. And there's some um, pretty targeted questions in there that the community participation team spent a lot of time thinking through that are important to help inform, again, the the strategies and and actions that are gonna be included in the comprehensive plan. So that's, that's one of the questionnaires. And then the the third questionnaire is the future land use map questionnaire. And this is an interesting one. Um, As part of the comprehensive planning update process, there's an opportunity to provide property owners with an opportunity to submit land use applications to change the designation for their property. And so in the last round of engagement, there was a map provided that showed participants where those requests had been made. Uh, I believe the deadline was this past summer for for sending in those applications. The county has also made some, put in some suggestions for application as well to make land use changes. And those are all being considered as part of this process. So the third questionnaire will walk participants through those 27 applications, um, tell them a little bit about the property. You can see maps where they're located. Um, what the current zoning and land use map classifications are and what the requested change is. And so we're enlisting that feedback to help um, the Planning Commission Working Group think through the appropriateness of whether those applications should be accepted and, and carried forward in the plan. Now, oh. yeah, and just, sorry, just to add that that last questionnaire that Leanne mentioned is pretty critical too. She said it was the future land use map changes and kind of there's 27 potential properties that could be changed from what they are designated right now to um, you know what the future future uh, conference plan would say. Uh, what these are though, so this is a colored map of land uses in the county, and it's similar to a zoning map, but uh, there's a key difference between a future land use map and a zoning map. A zoning map kind of has the force of law; it tells you what you're allowed to do on your property and what you're not allowed to do. A future land use map is just policy. Uh, It basically says what we would like this property to be in the future. And the way it's used is when uh, someone comes in for a zoning change, the county planning commission and county board uses future land use maps to say, does your request kind of match what our vision is for this property? So on the one hand, it doesn't have the force of law, it's advisory, but on the other hand, it's very important for county decision makers to be able to decide what future kind of uh, land uses and zoning should be on a property. Now, Leanne, you had mentioned something about, I believe they're called community chats. What are those all about? So the community chats, there are four of them that are being held during round three. And they're, again, really an opportunity to ask questions of the project team 
You can ask questions about the questionnaires, the three questionnaires that we're soliciting feedback through. Anything related to the Engage 2045 process or planning in the community, um, it's really kind of an open-ended time for people to plug in. It's a, it's a Zoom meeting, so it is a virtual meeting. Um, during the pandemic, we're trying to you know, find safe ways that make um, the project team easily accessible to folks. These are voluntary, they're, they're, so it's not required that anyone participate in these meetings. And they're really, again, a courtesy um, opportunity to help residents that may have questions. Um, normally, we would do this, obviously, at in-person me meetings. So we wanted to provide you know, several different opportunities for people to call in at various times that work with their schedule. And again, it's really about helping people stay informed, ask any questions that they have, and really feel ready to complete the three questionnaires. One important thing about the community chats is that you do need to register to get that Zoom link sent to you, and that, that registration happens through the project website. You can either go to a web browser and search for Engage 2045, or you can go to the project website, which is jamescitycountyva.gov slash Engage 2045. All right. Now, I understand that there might be some prizes this year. Yeah, so that that's exciting. Um, there are, um, I think there have been a couple of prizes that have already been handed out. Um, the county is thanking people for participating as in a community chat or completing one of the questionnaires by offering some prizes from local businesses. So two people have won $20 gift cards to Emily's Donuts and more weekly drawings are planned. Uh, the next drawing is for a gift basket from Sweet Haven Lavender Farm. Some of them were originally intended for another event that had to be canceled and you know, no public revenues were used to secure these prizes, but uh, they're a nice treat for providing important feedback to the county. A couple other things about the um, community chats as well, just a couple of specifics. The, I mentioned there are four community chats. Chat number one and two focus on the policies and actions questionnaire, and those are, were held January 14th at noon and January 21st at 6.30 p.m. Um, and then uh, chats number three and number four are focused on both the character design guidelines and the future land use map questionnaires, and those are being held uh, January 28th at noon and February 4th at 6.30 p.m. And for those that can't make any of those times, those, are, those um, meetings are being recorded. And so you can go to the project website um, and go to the Engage 2045 page. And then there's a pop-up window. You can click on that link on the pop-up window and there are recordings available on the project website that you can listen to the four meetings in case you can't make them. And again, the, the first and second meeting are virtually the same. I probably shouldn't say virtually the same. They're both virtual meetings, but <laughs> they're essentially the same meeting. And then meetings uh, three and four are the same meeting as well. So if you want to attend one, you don't need to attend both. Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Sorry, I just add that those are supplements to the survey. You know, the, the prime a uh, way that we can get your input in this process is through these surveys, through these questionnaires. Uh, because of the pandemic, you know, we're, we can't have the big public meetings where we get your input. Uh, so please, we'll make a couple of plugs, I'm sure, during this podcast to uh, get your friends and for you to fill out these uh, questionnaires. The meetings are certainly great for getting additional information 
um, hearing deeper kind of analysis of what's in the questionnaires. Uh, but really the, the key focus we, we need for public input is to fill out those questionnaires. And again, where can folks find those questionnaires? So those are all available on the project website. If you go to, easiest way is go to a browser and type in Engage 2045. And um, the first link that'll probably pop up is to that um, James City County website. And you'll go to the Engage 2045 landing page. There is a pop-up window, it's kind of a yellow window that'll be on the main screen. If you click on the hyperlink at the bottom of that window, it'll take you straight to the landing page for the three questionnaires. The registration for the community chats is also on that landing page, as well as some um, other materials that are helpful for folks that are trying to prepare to take the questionnaires. So beyond the community chats, what else can residents do to be ready to take those questionnaires? Sure. So I think, you know, the CPT spent a lot of time working through these questionnaires to make them as user-friendly as possible and to make sure people felt ready to take these. Um, but that being said, we always understand that some folks want to know more. They want to kind of get into the details and understand more before they answer questions. And, that, and that's good. And so um, county staff have prepared a series of video excerpts from Planning Commission Working Group meetings. Those are also available on that landing page I just mentioned. Um, and those videos are for each of the nine comprehensive plan topics. They have a lot of good kind of um, data and statistics and planning trends that are important to understand when thinking about the different questions that are included in the three questionnaires. Folks can also look at reports from prior public engagement efforts. If you go on the Engage 2045 website under the Share Your Ideas tab, you'll see that there's a collection of different information, including um, the results from the 2019 Citizen Survey and the Round 1 and Round 2 public engagement reports if people want to see kind of the, the history of how this is evolved over time and what some of the key outcomes were of those um, engagement efforts. And I would just add, uh, Leanne mentioned the community participation team meetings and the Planning Commission Working Group meetings. Those are all open to the public on uh, or live streamed. We would encourage you if you want more information or as the process continues to kind of follow along with the, the development of this plan to watch those meetings. Uh, there's also an opportunity to pose questions or comments to these groups prior to the meetings, and they can consider those in the meetings. Uh, and you can find details on how to do all this on the project webpage under a tab called Teams. So there are so many opportunities for folks to be able to provide input. Why is this third round of engagement so important with the plan? That's a really good question. Um, you know, community plans are really most successful when they are a true expression expression of community aspirations. And the the reason we provide many opportunities for people to provide input is because there are critical decisions being made at key milestones in the process. And during this round three process milestone, Again, we're really looking at the policy directions and some of the specific actions that the county is going to be taking that are going to influence land use and zoning decisions in the community, um, how public investments are made in the future, you know, some really critical things. And so round three is really important to try to get as many people as possible to participate and provide their feedback because, you know, the more people that we're hearing from, the more robust 
the information is that we're working off of to, to guide the, um, those decisions. Yeah, and I, I would just say um, what we're going to do with this, uh, all this input that we're going to be getting is each chapter has goals, strategies, and actions. And we're basically with the Planning Commission Working Group modifying those goals, strategies, and actions based on the input we receive, and at the same time making adjustments to the future land use map uh, for those individual parcels and, and kind of crafting this vision for the future. All right. So what's next with the process? So the project team under the direction of the community participation team, once all of the questionnaires have been completed, and again, those are open through February 21st, and the specific dates for the three questionnaires are are all there, but essentially they're all open through February 21st. Once that has closed out, we will be looking at the results from the questionnaires. We'll be preparing a report on the results, and we'll also be looking at um, their some questions in each of, or two of the three that kind of ask specific questions about the people that are participating and actually completing the questionnaire. So part of this analysis looks at who we're hearing from to make sure that we have a representative sampling within the community that's providing this, this guidance. And we will package all of that up and present that information to the Planning Commission Working Group and the Board of Supervisors. So, you know, again, that is another um, layer in all of the public engagement that we've been doing throughout this process to really help inform the policy direction and actions that are included within the plan. I think the most important thing is getting as much input as we can to have something to work with to shape the plan. So, so much to do, so many opportunities. What is the most important thing for residents to act on at this time? Well, if you haven't uh, gotten the message yet, uh, the most (laughs) important thing, complete the questionnaires, really. You know, the adage that all politics is local, the great thing about a process like this is that unlike state or federal government, uh, your voice actually can be heard on detailed things like how this property should be developed or change in the future or how, uh, you know, our parks and recreation or our environment or uh, our housing policies should be changed. And the comprehensive plan kind of looks at those every five years. So this is your opportunity to set that course. And of course, in, in the pandemic, it's, you know, our primary vehicle, as we mentioned, are these questionnaires. So uh, really take some time, you know, turn off distractions and uh, look through them. And there's plenty of opportunity for open-ended just kind of commentary on things that are important to you, not just checking the boxes. So I guess that's that's the message is uh, uh, go to the website and take the uh, questionnaires. Yeah, and, you know, I, just to underscore what Vlad was saying, we, we encourage as many people as possible that care about the future of the county to participate. And one of the ways that we found really um, to work very successfully at getting people to be engaged is by word of mouth. And so for the listeners, if we ask you to go complete the questionnaires, we would also love to get you to ask five of your friends, colleagues, or neighbors or anyone else that you know that cares about the future of the county to um, complete the questionnaires. I think that would be really helpful for us. Again, the more folks we get um, giving us inputs, the better this process is going to be. And again, the community chats are there to help you feel comfortable answering the questions we've prepared. So those are voluntary. You don't, you're not required to do it, but please take advantage of it if you think it would be helpful. 
All right. So what are some of the other ways that citizens can provide input again? Well, the um, project website, Engage 2045, has a general opportunity for comments that these questionnaires are bounded by time. They expire at a certain point. But throughout the life of the project, you can provide uh, comments on the website. And certainly, as I mentioned, the Planning Commission working group meetings and community participation team meetings, uh, you can listen in and provide feedback to those. All right. So where can folks go to learn more about Engage 2045? Yes. So the project website that we've mentioned a couple of times is the best place to go. And again, two kind of quick ways to get there. You can go to an Internet browser and plug in um, to the search bar Engage 2045. You might even want to plug in James City County and it should pop right up. Um, if you want to go more directly, it's janecitycountyva.gov slash engage2045. And again, once you get on the main project website, you'll see a little uh, pop-up window to the bottom right corner of the screen. And there's a hyperlink at the bottom that you can click on, and it'll take you straight to the landing page for the community chats and questionnaires. All the things that we've talked about um, today will be located right there on that landing page. Well, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Well, we really appreciate this opportunity to talk about this process that we're very excited about. And we think it's really important and exciting for the future of the county. You know, I've been doing this for many years now and in communities across the country. And, and so is Leanne. And there's always this kind of opportunity to comment on a plan that's ongoing. But inevitably, there's folks who are going to say, well, I never heard about this. I never had an opportunity to, to talk about it. And, you know, that's understandable, but what, that's one of the reasons we're trying to promote this, because this really is your opportunity to have your voice heard, to kind of help shape the future of the county. And the plan, you know, in, in a few months will be wrapped up and voted on by the Board of Supervisors. So no time like the present to uh, share your opinions about it. Yeah, and I guess the only last thing I would add is we do understand that there are a lot of time requests that are being asked of people these days. Um, you know, the pandemic has served us a lot of challenges, and we have done our best through this process to try to streamline it and, and really focus on kind of the critical items that we need feedback on. And so we really appreciate all those folks that do take the extra time to do this because it is really, really important to get people to provide feedback on. Some of the questions weren't as hard to get, uh, to figure out the answers for, and they were pretty consistent with what was in the prior plan. And some of them are a little trickier. Um, there are newer conditions and you know, issues that uh, need to be thought through, particularly given the changes we've experienced over the last couple of years. And so again, just sometimes it's hard to think about the importance of what's happening in 20 years when we're dealing with today's issues, but it's really important to get as many people as possible to provide their input. So, um, and it's, it, it's actually kind of a fun opportunity when you are, give yourself the time to think about what the county could be in 20 years. And you think about the next generation and, and how they're going to, you know, work, live, and recreate in the county. It's fun to think about. So we encourage everyone to, to be involved. Well, speaking for the county, I would like to say how much we've appreciated you all's support and encouragement through all of this, Leanne and Vlad. You know, the responsiveness, We there was a plan, and this was how we were going to do this. And then all of a sudden, COVID-19 and that plan had to take a bit of a detour. And 
the commitment to continuing and pushing this process through, I think is remarkable. And we're so glad that there are folks like you that love this and find it exciting and can help share that excitement with our citizens because it's really important. So thanks again so much for being on the podcast. Our pleasure, Renee. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and to subscribe. That way you will be sure to never miss an episode. You can find us at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And then one final plug, speaking of websites to participate and to share your input on the comprehensive plan, go to your browser and search for Engage 2045 or go online directly to jamescitycountyva.gov slash Engage 2045. So that wraps it up. Thank you so much. And we will talk with you next week. Thank you.